When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Here's some tips for maintaining your Trex deck. Um, occasionally wash it with some soapy water or a pressure cleaner. Trex composite decking is low maintenance and won't fade, splinter or warp. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Another thing that makes New Zealand uniquely New Zealand, of course, is our love of sport. We love sport. We get very patriotic, don't we? We get all excited about it. I don't know if you can cast your minds back to the World Cup rugby, the semi-final, uh, England versus New Zealand, the John Olamu try. Uh, the commentary went something like this. Olamu's regathered. He's round Underwood. He's, he's, oh, oh, oh. That was it. <laughs> Iconic commentary, iconic comedy, really, uh, as we're joined by Andrew Clay this morning, one of uh, New Zealand's best-known comedians. He's been around for a, a couple of decades now. Andrew, thanks for giving us some time this morning. We know you're a comedian, but what we, we, a lot of us wouldn't realise, you're a very high-level and successful football coach as well. Tell us how you got into football. Well, I've been play, playing football since I was a wee person, and then... Uh, Around the mid-90s, I had that realisation that um, I wasn't going to be a great player. Plus, I snapped my cruciate ligament, and that was uh, time to get in coaching my nephew. And it went from there to coaching through the grades and then coaching uh, senior men's teams and then uh, senior women's teams. Um, so I've been coaching senior women's for about uh, four, 14 or 15 years now. So um, oh, probably about half the, the ferns at the Olympics I've coached at some point there. But I, wow. I, was, I was listening to that. To the, that comedy before you brought me on, and I thought that sounds familiar. I didn't realise it was me. <laughs> that's, that's, that's how I'm thinking. Who's that? Who's that? I did. A bit, I used to do a bit like this. Oh, hang on, it is me. It's me. Yeah, yeah, that's me. That was quite weird. That I'm listening to myself, not recognising me, because it's actually not two oh, decades. It's actually three decades. Three decades of comedy. Oh. Thirty-two years. I'll be doing comedy. I think I was. I think when I started Man. comedy, you were still playing. Probably. That's that's how long it's been. Hey. That, and that ain't funny. That's not even funny. <laughs> hey, he's, he's, tell us about your style of coaching. Are you a fist slapper? Are you a very silent man behind the scenes, a strategist? Oh, listen, I'm. Um, well, I, you know, I probably excel in the in the in the man management or player management side of it. I remember years ago when I, I had coached a junior a junior team. And um, one of the one of the kids uh, said, "My parent, my my dad said you you used to be famous or you used to be funny." I said, "Why aren't you funny at training?" I said, "You, you give me nothing to laugh about, nothing at all." But with the with the um, <laughs> with the senior players, yeah, I, yeah, banter's big. We do a lot of banter, but um, it's a lot of a lot of a lot you'll know yourself probably from being around elite teams. A lot of it's um, empowering the players to come up with solutions themselves, you guide the discovery for younger players, giving them some scaffolding, some ideas, and then still getting them to solve the problems. It's not particularly dictatorial, uh, you know, these days, except, you know, maybe at a half time where you have to be prescriptive and tell players, okay, we have to do this now. But overall, we, 
we um, you know we let the players try to help them come to the solutions you know that we think are best. And particularly, in our coach you know on the female side of the game, they're they're very good at doing that. When you've got uh, decent quality players, they're good at coming up with solutions. You can guide them; they'll find the solutions themselves to a problem. So yeah, berating and screaming and yelling. Used to, you know, used to be around when I was a player in the men's game, and even my first few years of coaching senior men's, it was if you're losing at halftime, everyone got an ear bashing. But that, that, even that's going now, and I certainly don't do that um, these days. It just doesn't work. Doesn't work. Andrew, we have a, a fellow working at this uh, stage, uh, station uh, by the name of Ricardo Ball. You may well have heard of him, and he uh, he Ricardo. has a Manchester. Un- yes, you know, you know, you know, he's got a Manchester United uh, tattoo on one of his calves. To what length Why? would you go to? What to what length would you go to for Tottenham Hotspur? Well, you know, I'd travel around the world. I mean, I, I, if I could, I mean, I'd go to I'd go to the new stadium in a heartbeat if I could. I'm not sure if I'd um, tattoo anything. Maybe if they won the title after many many decades, if they won a, a Champions League. But, you know, it was it was <laughs> me sneaking out to watch the Champions League final. Um, I was on holiday with my partner. It was it was that kind of killed a year relationship. That that was like the last straw that I snuck out of bed to go into a pub to watch. Uh, we were in Queenstown on holiday, and I went to watch Liverpool um, Spurs Champions League final. So I've kind of ended a relationship over Spurs. Well, you know, that wasn't the only problem we had, but that kind of that kind of helped end it. <laughs> we were on holiday, yeah, but. With the Champions League. Been... I, watch. I wish I had now. It was terrible, but I wish I had. I was going to say, you'd have, you'd have really, uh, and they were really upset. You, what upset you the most? The broken relationship with the fact Spurs got beat. Oh, well, you know, well, I think we know the answer to that at, at that particular morning, what the answer <laughs> to that was, uh, Ian. That, 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 don't make me articulate it. So we know what was most upsetting <laughs> at the time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> at the time, anyway. I... At the time, yep. You're a boxing man too. Who's your favourite boxer of all time and why? Oh, it's Muhammad Ali. It's got to be Muhammad Ali. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a new there's a new documentary coming out about him as well. And I just, you know, like most people, I've been binging on the documentaries. And I just watched a very interesting documentary about his relationship with Malcolm X, uh, which has just come out on Netflix. So I, I do recommend that to people. Um, I did have one fight um, way back about 20 years ago. Um, and, and I won that. I, I um, fight for life. I, uh, you'll know who I fought. I fought Chris Myrams. Oh, of course, of course you did, Christopher Myrams. That that um, yeah. that highly skilled, dedicated middleweight from the media. <laughs> I remember him well. Uh, he had he had about he had about nine kilos on me as well. But Dean Lonigan, organizer, didn't care about that. He just chucked me in there. But I'm from an athletics background, so I was super fit, and I just was fitter than him. That's all it was. I was just, it was an ugly fight, but I was fitter than him. But what what happened was, in the lead-up to that fight, I got um, trained by a guy called Cameron Todd, who was the guy that discovered David Tua. And he chucked me, and I was sparring against the New Zealand amateur heavyweight champion. I was sparring against a guy called Anthony Pacini, who was ranked fourth in the world mm. cruiserweight. So I got chucked in with some guns that were way too good for me. And they're all they're all nice and um, they're all nice and friendly until you accidentally pop them, and then it's all on. Once you pop them, hit them one, they go oh, okay, and they start to tee off on you. And uh, yeah, so by the time I got to the fight, I was I wasn't too worried because I I fought these guys that were yeah. But I, I retired. I retired. Keep my to keep my looks in. I retired. Keep my looks. 
didn't want to, you know. And you need them. You need them as a stand-up comedian, of course. You need looks of some kind, anyway. Uh, hey, look, lockdown's been frustrating, Andrew, for all of us, uh, of course. But yeah, for you guys that you know want to get get out and about. Um, what do you see the prospects are? What, what have you got lined up? Well, so I, I coach in the, in the um, I co-coach Northern Rovers uh, Premier Women's Team, and of course, our, our, we got through most of our season. We, we the last two games got have got cancelled, and all the all the regional Northern footballers, everyone probably knows, has got cancelled. So, but there were it was eighteen games we got through, so we were able to. We didn't win it, but there was it was the, it was the standings were reasonably clear. Now, what we're hanging on for now is there's a, the National Women's League, which we've qualified for, and. That's Northern Rovers, Eastern Suburbs, Western Springs, and, and, and uh, Hamilton Wanderers are playing against teams from Christchurch and Wellington and uh, the Central Region and, and Otago. Um, and it's touch and go. Like if we get an, uh, if, if Level Three gets extended out by another week or two, the National League, which has already been cut in half, was supposed to be 14 games. Now it's going to be seven. Won't get to be played. So we're fingers crossing our fingers and our toes that that the Level Three doesn't get extended too much beyond two more weeks because another maybe two more weeks and we'll have to cancel that. So we're hoping we get to play that. Um, you know, the final would be like a week before Christmas, but we're hoping to get to play that because that's exciting for the players and something that they're really looking forward to. Andrew Clay, thanks so much for your time this morning. Uh, good luck uh, with the football. Uh, good luck with the comedy. And uh, it was it was nice to catch up and yeah, get a little yeah, you insight in, into what you're up to. Hey, cheers. Andrew Clay, there, folks. Uh, he was part of uh, No Joke for Sport this week. Uh, we're going to go uh, very quickly to a break. I can tell, preempt it by saying uh, listen to the news at 12 with Trudy because there has been an earthquake uh, in Victoria, quite a sizable one uh, in Victoria as well. Doesn't look that good to be flash, so Trudy will have the details at 12, so stay listening.